0: hi this is asian miles apart i'm regina
1: in hong kong i'm pin in london and i'm crystal in singapore hello everyone today we want to ask the question if you could design your life exactly how you want it to be what would that life look like In this episode, we are going to be discussing our vision of our ideal life. So this exercise we are doing today is inspired by the Lifebook. It is a program that was recommended to me by a dear friend, Harsha. The Lifebook consists of 12 categories, but today we are going to do a more condensed version and we will go through some of the key categories. So the first one is health and fitness. Ladies, what are your visions for your health and fitness?
0: Yeah, so I think I have many ambitious visions for my health and fitness. But sadly, they are always very short-lived and inconsistent. So I think for me, in an ideal world, for my own health and fitness, I would like to do regular exercise. And again, that's on and off. When I start going, I can be very consistent, but once I stop, I find it very difficult to get back into it again. But ideally, I like to do sort of three to four times of heat exercises or some form of like stretches every week. Three to four times is quite a lot
1: (laughs) for one week. (laughs) But that's a good goal. That's a good goal. Okay.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good Hmm. goal. I think that's the recommended amount of exercise, right? To keep your heart healthy. (laughs) That was what I was told. Um... And then the other two categories that I can think of, so the second one is my diet. I would like to have healthy food. So I think I mentioned this in other episodes, but I'm definitely not keen to go back on crash diets. But I would like to eat healthy, less sugar, but still eat everything I want, if that makes sense. So eat everything I want, but in like appropriate or small quantities Mm. is the goal, consistently. And then in terms of my sleep, my sleep has actually been quite disrupted lately. And also because it's getting brighter very early in the UK now, so sometimes I wake up at like 5 or 6, which is ridiculous. Mm. So yeah, I would like to have a consistent 7-hour sleep every day. That's the goal, Mm. without being disrupted.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's a good goal. I think for me, I think as a foundation, I believe that health is one of the most important aspects of my life because I think health mm. and fitness would form the foundation of all the other aspects of my life. Yes. I would ideally like to reach the same fitness level as my peer. <laughs> and the reason why I say that is because I go to quite a few fitness classes and I always feel like I'm one of the least fit person in the exercise class. So hopefully, uh, I would love to be able to one day reach the same fitness level Sleep-wise, I would like to be able to sleep consistently throughout the night, so not waking up a few times a night. And I think the reason why I like my health to be the most important aspect and also for my health to be good is because I want to live a long quality life and spend quality time with my family and with my friends. And then if I have a healthy life, then I can be present for my family and not have my family or like my friends around me to worry about me. Mm. And then I think to achieve that, I would like to exercise consistently, like Pin said. (laughs) Three times a week is the goal. And to achieve that, I think if I can engage a PT to at least force me to attend class once a week, and then for the rest of the two classes, I can do it by myself, then that would be really good. And I think like by doing that consistently, appearance-wise, I would also look more toned and hopefully bit more muscular and have like toned arms
2: nice yeah for me i think um i can think of a few things one um i've been doing intermittent fasting right so i'd like to continue that i guess through the one meal that i eat a day uh, i kind of want to make sure that they're kind of healthy um that's one number two is consistently take supplements because i think Mm. we're at the age now where we should take some supplements because there are probably some vitamins that are not present, right, in our body. Necessary minerals are not not present. Um, So I'd like to consistently take um, supplements. The third one is, I really hate exercising and I've tried. So I think I'm going to start small. I'm just going to do 30 squats every day, which is (laughs) achievable. (laughs) Yeah. So the thing is, um, let me tell you this uh, funny example, right? So, um, so my shower, sorry, this is is it too much information? Maybe it is. My shower takes a long time to heat up, so you have to like switch it on. And then the water has to flow for like a good two minutes maybe, before it turns warm. So in that two minutes, actually, it's building a system to say, right, in that two minutes while I'm waiting for my shower to become warm, I can fit in 30 squats. Haha, <laughs> I love it. So actually, it's very achievable. <laughs> so um, I'd like to consistently do that. Um and then slowly, I think we I can slowly augment to further more, yeah, more more disciplined type of exercises, like going to classes and stuff. But for now, 30 squats for me a day is uh, sufficient Wow! <laughs> if I can keep it up. How long have yeah. you been doing that for us? Um, I haven't been doing it consistently, maybe like twice a week. Mm. Um, my goal was to do it every day, but then I did it for a good one month and then I just like, something happened and then one night I didn't do it, then, you know, as usual, it's very hard to get back on <laughs> <Yeah>. the train. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem, right? So yeah, hopefully um yeah I'll try to do it again. I think I broke the system so now it's hard to get back on the track on track again. So speaking of life book, I understand that there's this part about intellectual life as well. What are some of the things that you envision your life to be when it comes to intellectual type of things? <laughs> I can go first, right? So I've been, I mean, if we think about like more practical, I'm not trying to be too abstract or theoretical. I think like um, one of the good things that I did was I got a Kindle and um, that helped with reading a lot. So from, I think, three years back, before I had a Kindle, I probably read only like one book a year, <laughs> which is really ridiculous. But then now I've like up the ante and like you know, read like maybe 14 books. I feel like 14 is about the right number. Um, What i like to do going forwards actually is read more books that will help in my career. Um, Not so much career as in my current line of work, but it's just to help like broaden my horizons, right? Because being in my line of work, you know, when you're speaking to clients, trying to sell things or sell services, um, we need to know more than just what we're doing on a day-to-day basis. So I'd like to learn more you know, I like to bulk up on my commercial acumen, right? And also bulk up on some of the new lines of thinking when it comes to consulting, I think. So, um, yeah, I'd like to read more around those. Mm. I mean, things like, you know, design thinking or, you know, books about strategy. I don't know. Mm. Um, I think there's just a lot in that area I haven't fully explored. But that's something that I'd like to build up in my intellectual life. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. And and I suppose um, when it comes to intellectual life, now that I'm a manager, I'd like to teach. Well, not teach. That's such a wrong word, right? But I'd like to learn from my peers and my juniors and my seniors, but also... You know, communicate what I know, I guess. Because you learn when you communicate things that you know. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, I think it's
1: interesting that your intellectual life and the statements that you have made so far are surrounding your career. Yeah. And whereas for me, I feel like uh, the reason why I would like to refine my intellectual life is to be able to have more interesting conversations mm-hmm. with other people. So like enrich my social life in a way. And I think uh, one thing that I have heard before and I thought it was really useful in this situation is to be comfortable with being the least smart person in the room so that I can learn more from others. I think that's such a powerful statement and one that I've been keeping in mind in terms of like trying to be more open-minded from learning from other people. So yeah, I think for me, generally my intellectual life would hopefully contribute more to my social life and hopefully I'll be able to contribute to the podcast more interestingly by <laughs> enriching my intellectual life mm. uh, and be able to make meaningful conversations with uh, even friends or new friends or even strangers. Yeah, and I guess my strategy to do that is one of them is to diversify what I'm exposed to. So like listen to people from different backgrounds and yeah, continue to uh, read more books as well, I think and listen to more useful podcast.
0: That's very interesting. What about you, Payne? Yeah, so for me, I think mine are like a combination of what both of you have said. So actually one of the things, and I'm not sure whether this falls under intellectual life, but I'd like to improve the way I ask questions and my curiosity levels because I know that in general, I don't ask as many questions when I'm having conversations with other people. And that would come across as me being not interested. But a lot of times it's not that I'm not interested. I feel like I'm just not asking the right questions. So I think being able to like really listen and ask the right questions will show the other person that I'm curious about them or I'm curious about what they're saying and have like better conversations. So I think that's like quite similar to what you mentioned, Reg. And the other thing that Mm. I've always thought about for a very long time is just to improve my general knowledge like keeping up with current world events learning more about history so like there are a few youtube channels i cannot remember the name now but i follow some youtube channels where they talk about a specific event in the past for instance and like the history around it and i find it very interesting and i'm very sad i don't know about them like we just didn't learn it in school so i find those things very interesting it's just something that i want to improve my knowledge on but yeah, I think those are generally what I'm striving for. And obviously, in general, I'd like to improve my technical knowledge for work purposes, right? So that's something that I do on a day-to-day basis at work anyway. But yeah, outside of work, you know, I, I just generally like to improve like what I know about the world, I guess.
1: We have covered intellectual life. Let's move on to emotional intelligence. What is your view about this
0: I think it's very important because it links to your mental health, I think. And obviously, we talked about this quite a lot in our other episode about mental health and people don't really put a lot of focus on this. But I think being able to carve out some time to really work on how you deal with your own emotions is very important, like understanding how you feel. So for me, I think my vision for my emotional intelligence is to always keep track of it. I think most importantly for me is to seek help if I feel like I need help with my mental health. Mm. No. <laughs> mental health.
2: Yeah. Um yeah, for me emotional intelligence wise I would like to there's something that I've realized, right? I realized that I'm um quite impatient in general um and so what I'd like to practice more is to not have to to try not to react to every single situation immediately. I think that's very important because when you react immediately, most of the time it's the basis of that reaction is emotional rather Mm. than, you know, logical, I suppose. Mm. And I think I would like to learn how to um, be okay with silence because to me, I think I always still perceive, even though I've, you know, lived on earth for so long (laughs) I still perceive silence as awkwardness but it's not necessarily so it's okay to have like silence Hmm. during conversations and I should be okay with it um it's easier said than done but um that that's one thing that I'd like to manage and then apart from that I think from a more like broader perspective um yeah I I just want to be happy (laughs) I would like to maximize my happiness now as opposed to delaying the gratification. So for me, it's trying to come up with ways, uh, even like small things that can make me happy now. I think uh, that's what I'd like to maximize uh, at the current moment. So that's that's my emotional life goals.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I can relate to some of the things that you mentioned. The thing about not being overtaken by emotions and like make decisions based on logical evidence. I think that's something that I need to work on myself as well to be less reactive, I guess, and to really think through my reaction towards different things. I think one thing that I would really like to improve on is to be true to my emotions and be brave enough to express my true feelings. And I feel like I say this because sometimes I might react to certain things in a way that maybe hiding my real emotions. Yep. And then relating to that is also um, to be more open to sharing my emotions with others mm. and be less reserved and hopefully open up more to the other
2: people. Okay, speaking of that uh, as well, this brings us on nicely to the next category called character. Because you were speaking about how you would mm. like to be more forthcoming with you know your true emotions. And actually, I feel that as well and I guess this is apt for like the character category, right? I feel like there's different versions of myself on a daily basis. There's me at home in like my PJs and you know living my best life being this introverted person. And then there's me at work, which is like bubbly apparently and really friendly. And then and then there's me with my family and etc. So like there's different faces or different personas of who I am. And I think when I realised this... Actually, I just realised this a couple of days ago. I realised that when I have these different personas, I would say like the one, you know, the crystal that's at home constantly. That's the true, you know, the true being, I suppose. Mm -hmm. I realised when I have so many personas, right, it's so... Like my mental load is very high and my anxiety is very high. Especially at work, I feel... uh, Maybe not so with my family because, you know, I can be genuine as well. But at work, I think that's very yeah, the mental load is, can be quite high, right? Because there could be si- certain situations where, you know, maybe the true self would react a certain way, but because I'm at work, I need to show a, you know, a professional <laughs> perspective. So mm. then I think, and I'm not sure how, but I'd like to blend that three to come to a com- comfortable mm. sort of position, right? Like a middle ground where I can say, hey, this, this is the character that I can live with on a mm. day-to-day basis without feeling so anxious, about maintaining different personalities and characters in different social <laughs> situations, so that's that's
0: something yeah that I feel I mm. realized recently yeah. It is so interesting because um this conversation came up yesterday, uh for my uh mm. boyfriend, fiance, mm-hmm. mm. so he is exactly the same whenever he is. So with his family, with friends, with me at work, so he mentioned that I have. A lot of different versions of myself Ooh. like with him or with family or with friends or at work and he was like isn't it tiring it is oh my gosh and he asked me a hypothetical question yeah he was like if someone were to film you at yourself your own self and how you actually are would you rather they share it with your colleagues or your family and I was like well clearly my family because it's yeah. easier for them to accept it worse if they shared it with my colleagues like I might never recover <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's so true I think I feel the same way yeah, yeah. I think if I were to answer that question it would be to share it with my family yeah. because I feel like at work I'm a quite a different person
0: yes exactly
1: yeah. yeah I definitely contain myself a lot more and like I mean like I would joke like here and there but I wouldn't say things that I usually say in
0: front of my friends and yep. my family, I think. Mm. yeah. But this is a very interesting point, yeah, yeah.
1: And I wonder if anyone can actually achieve that state. I mean, like, I know that your fiancé has, but, like, what do we have to do to, like, get to that point that he has gotten to, mm. right? I think there's a few things,
2: though. I was just thinking about it, right? Number one mm. is... I think... Okay, that's a few things. Number one, I think... And I don't know if I'm overgeneralizing, but I feel like it's in the nature of women <laughs> to want to please everyone... Mm. I think that's the One of the fundamental things Like We have to Somehow please Everyone in every single situation Number one mm. Number two is If you feel like Every single thing Has a high risk of failure When actually it isn't Then again You will want to present A different front Because you're trying to Minimize the risk And then thirdly It's like You know Being afraid of To sound stupid <laughs> You know There's like A lot of things yeah. That you can do And it's all about Like mindset shift right Because I mean, even if, for example, at work you say something stupid or you say something that's maybe a bit crazy, I don't think anyone's going to fire you for that unless it's really, you know, like yeah. really against some, some law or something, right? Like illegal. But otherwise, on a day to day basis, most of the time, whatever you say, even if it sounds a bit silly, probably will be fine. But just getting mm. to terms with that, I feel it's difficult.
1: Let's talk about parenting. The category of parenting covers your relationship with your parents or your relationship with your kids. Yeah, I well, we all have no kids. We have no kids. Um, so that's why I kind of dedicate this category to my relationship with my parents. I believe that having a good relationship will contribute to a good mental health. And the reason why I say that is because um, I believe that my parents will be able to guide me in important decisions in my life. Uh, giving me advice and giving me guidance in life
2: yeah i think for me as well i think having a good relationship with my family is very important right um and i think i you know my thoughts are you know resonates with yours as well broader than that as well i mean this sounds really bad to say Uh, it's not bad actually but i rely on my family a lot right but i think it's important to realize that one day they might not be there (laughs) So, how do I then make sure that if that situation comes in the next 20-30 years, that I will not break down and, you know, <laughs> break down? So, I'd like to make sure that, you know, I have them as my pillar of support, but they will not be my only pillar of support. You know, obviously, I will provide everything I can to them and they will want to provide everything to me as well, but I don't want them to be the only pillar holding up my roof, right? Um, yeah, I want to make sure that you know everything else is, is uh, maybe of equal, maybe slightly less importance. Um, but, you know, I have all those like sticks balancing like, in that sense so that I don't like break down if one day, you know, you know circumstances happen and family's not here.
0: Mm. I think I'm going to combine this with the next one in what I'm going to say. So the next category is about social life. And I think one of the things that I'm coming to really agree with over the last few years is that relationships are really important no matter who is it with so with your family friends colleagues and actually having good relationships Mm. in your life really changes how you feel your mental health and Mm. really how satisfied or happy you are with your life and i think that's the one key thing that i really need to put more effort into Trying to maintain and improve my mm-hmm. relationship with people around me. Uh, yeah, so I think I would like to have kids at some point. Yeah, it, so it's kind of always on my mind. I don't know, I am I used to be very like yo-yo about this topic. I'm like, oh yeah, I want kids. Oh no, I don't want kids. Oh yeah, I want kids. Oh no, I don't want kids. But I think ultimately, mm. it will be nice to have my own family mm. and just, I guess, experience how it's like to bring up kids, although it's no doubt mm. going to be very difficult and expensive. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it.
1: Maybe let's end with the category career. We do like to talk about our career a lot in this podcast. Let's maybe give a vision of where we'd like our career to be in like maybe the next five years. Mm-hmm. Five years. <laughs>
2: <laughs> in five years. Okay, okay. Perhaps <laughs> 10 years Where do you see Your okay, career In 5 within? years I definitely would not Have retired yet Because my bank account Is not enough To cushion that In 10 years <laughs> uh, I hope to be Financially free I think 10 years From now I would still be working But maybe Part time basis Or On a contract basis Where I can can Kind of like Work for a year And then don't mm. work For another year And then continue That cycle Because I would have Well I would be Financially free right To be able to have Those flexibilities in place that's one Um, and I hope like I was thinking as well recently Mm -hmm. like maybe at the age where I'm financially free I can start to do more contract work right and build my portfolio of my own clients so I don't want to like build my own business because you know ain't got no time for that Mm. (laughs) I just want to live my life but uh, I wouldn't mind doing like a few small portfolio of things Mm. on a contract basis with people Um, like mini mini projects I guess um, from my current line of work um, But that's about it And then yeah Hopefully I'm not doing A 9 to 5 still so. <laughs> And you know Even if I am doing that I would have You know Enough mm. Cushion In my bank account To be able to say Right I'm not gonna put up with this I'm gonna find something else So that would be Ideally the sweet spot That I'm uh, I'd like to achieve In terms of like Career With you know A mix of financials Because that that's Very intertwined right
1: I think for me, one of the questions that I would ask myself in terms of career would be that if I don't have any financial mm-hmm. worry, would I be doing what I'm currently doing in my life? And I think my answer to that would be that even though I do like my current job, mm. but if financial worry is not a factor in my life, I would not be doing the same job. So I think for me, like that's quite clear to me that this is not how where I should put my effort into um, in the next 5 to 10 years. I think that I could still do it on a part-time basis, like you say, like doing contract job. I think at the same time, I'm also really looking forward to having a more slow lifestyle in a way. So like a life where I can have more authority over like my own time. Yeah. That could mean I could be doing more like freelance job or a job that is not dependent on the location. I guess in the more popular terms, people call it the nomadic lifestyle. So like, yeah. <laughs> if you stay in, like, I don't know, Thailand or like in Bali, ideally, I would, uh, I would love to be able to achieve that. I think like a lot of people talk about achieving that fire lifestyle, so like financially independent and then retire early. I think practically speaking, it will be quite hard to achieve that for myself in ten years. So. One thing that I kind of reevaluate recently and like think about more deeply recently is that rather than trying to chase for that lifestyle in, say, like 10 years' time, why don't I try to create that right now? Maybe moving to a place where it's closest to nature and then finding a job that will allow me to have that, you know, maybe a full work from home lifestyle. So I think that like these are the adjustments that I'm currently looking at to achieve that life within, like, in the next. 5 to 10 years.
0: Like, moving to the UK? <laughs> well,
1: I think moving to the UK would really <laughs> set back that timeline.
2: <laughs> <laughs> thanks to the te-
1: high tax rate. Yep. thanks to the high tax, high rent, high living expenses. <laughs>
2: but the nature the nature mm, part is good, lah, right? Mm, In the UK, true. so... <laughs>
0: what about you, Pin? Uh, it's quite funny, because I think for me, I used to have like very similar goals. Like, I want to be financially... Free and independent. I want to retire early. I want to do well in my career, and obviously I still want those things. But I think if I think about it now, realistically speaking, it will be quite hard for me to try to retire at forty, especially if I want a family and all that stuff, and still want to live a very comfortable life. So, and I think that you know, like I've always talked about this, but I've always said like, oh, but you know, what about if I try to do something else that's like different to what I'm doing now and more interesting. But again, if I bring myself back to reality, whatever I'm doing is giving me a very like, you know, it's giving me a good and stable income flow. And I really shouldn't complain about it. So I don't know, I feel like I'm slowly switching to a, yeah, this might not be what I am interested in doing, like a 100%. But it does fulfill its purpose, so to speak. Hmm. Like, it's not as tiring as my last job. It pays better. I don't really have to worry about money in, in a sense. So yeah, like, I, I just told myself, yeah, maybe I should just be a very happy and satisfied with it and just see where it goes.
1: Nice. I love that. Thanks for sharing your views on these categories today. Uh, what we have discussed in this episode was the life book and uh, we did not manage to cover all 12 categories but hopefully it gives you an idea of how to set out your life goals and how to write roadmaps for Mm. your life and hopefully you get some interesting ideas from us today thanks so much for listening if you like this episode share it with your friends Do follow us on your favourite podcast players and leave us ratings and reviews on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We would love to hear from you, so do drop us any questions at asianmilesapart at gmail.com. Lastly, if you haven't already, follow us on Instagram at asianmilesapart. Bye!